You're listening to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. You've read the stories of the drivers and others involved in the sport that we all love. Now hear their stories firsthand via our all-new podcast to find out how their passion for motorsports has made life worth living. So welcome back to the latest edition of Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. Lil E, Ellen Richardson, Chris Young, and we got a very special guest joining us tonight. Yes, I am so excited about tonight's show, Chris. Talking about special guests, we actually have two. Yes, that's right. But joining us to help us with the special guest is the editor-in-chief of the news section on RacingJunk.com, our very own Andriana Ditton. Andriana, what's going on? Not too much. I am sitting in Austin traffic trying to drive home. I'm really excited to talk to you guys. Um, we are now a tri-coastal operation for Racing Junk. So, nice. Um, I'm both excited to talk to you guys in person and also to, to talk to our guests. Now, tri-coastal, so, does that mean you're going to be down in Kingsport or uh, Corpus Christi anytime soon? or? Yeah, probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Um I it's do pretty, not pretty rooted in central Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I do not miss that Austin traffic. Just tell me you're not on thirty five oh. heading north. No, sadly, no, I'm not. I am on three sixty heading south. Nice. Uh, which has become just not as bad. At least the view is prettier. There's no crazy construction. Um, but it is a uh, a, a long and uh, slow process to get from one side of the city to the other these days. But oh. It's super hot, so that helps. Yeah, um, tell me about beautiful. it. It's beautiful. We had so much rain that it's super green right now, and um, it's really lovely. And uh, nobody goes outside except to, to get in the water. So that's, it's sort of a coast, right? There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, yeah, especially if you go down to Cesar Chavez, you got the lake, you know, the river right there. I miss Austin so much. Uh, of course, you know, most, most people hopefully by now know I graduated from UT. And, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the city, big fan of the state, and I'm excited to have you. Uh, how long have you been with RacingJunk.com? I have been with Racing Junk about seven years. Um, Racing Junk did not previously have what we call a content section, which is basically news and tech for, for those people who don't want to know what content means in the Internet world. So um, we, I came over from Motorcyclist Magazine to help uh, start the news and tech section for Racing Junk. Primarily, it had been online classifieds, and they had a section called Race Space for members and the forum and all kinds of stuff, and they really wanted to create the equivalent of a magazine for their readers to cover how-tos, the latest in news and tech for racing and performance, um, different, you know, different types of race events, driver interviews and profiles, and all sorts of stuff. So we launched that roughly six or seven years ago, I should know off the top of my head, um, but I can't drive and count backwards at the same time. <laughs> um, but since then, we've really had the opportunity to talk to a lot of great folks involved in uh, the racing performance industry, and including you guys. Um, so I have a team of in-house and freelance reporters who do coverage about all sorts of stuff. And uh, if any of our listeners have things that they'd like to know more about in that field, please let us know. Um, you know, if there's something that you want to learn how to modify, how to fix, if you want to know what the best option for your drive racer or your off-road vehicle or any of those things are, let us know, and we will track it down and give you some answers. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of one of the things we've been asking for uh, each week. So now you have multiple ways. And, 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 Andriana, what's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you and to get information to you? Oh, man, the easiest way is email, um, which we will include in the link once the podcast goes live because it's my 
my email is really long. So right. Names Adriana.bitten@motorheadmedia.com. <laughs> But uh, you can contact me via Facebook message or on our racing jump page. You could tweet at us. You could send us a DM on our Instagram. Uh, email is great. You can even give me a call. And, again, we'll put all of that information in the notes for the podcast. But, um, you know, any way you want to get a hold of me, we would love to hear from listeners and from interested readers, just people who are curious about uh, any kind of information. Like I said, from more information on a driver or a crew chief or a mechanic or something new that's going on in the industry, we, we love to have questions. And um, also feel free to answer in the comments of the write-up that we do on the podcast. Nice. Or on SoundCloud where the podcast is aired. Um, we check everything constantly. So Exactly. Now, one of the things that, that, we, that we love hearing about is the passion that people bring not only to work but – you know, to the reason that we talk to them on the podcast. So with you being integral, I know I might not be saying that right. Ellen picks on me every week for words I mispronounce. <clears throat> but for, for everything that, that you have going on, but do you have a specific passion when it comes to motorsports? Honestly, I have a couple of tiny passions in motorsports that don't get much exhibition these days. Um, I am a big, big fan of the Mazzaniata and Speciata racing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a two-year-old, so there's not a lot of time to investigate that. And right. I'm also a big fan, vehicle-wise, of the Ford Bronco. So those oh. are my two like individual passions. Um, I really love racing and performance. I really love the community that's involved with it. Um, we go to a lot of car shows, so I also really love the hot rod and performance community and the way that those communities and car clubs come together and really celebrate each other and celebrate their passions. And so, you know, over the years, I'd say that I, instead of having individual niches, I just really, I really love the various elements of the community and the way that they they support each other, you know, from the very beginning racer who people will come out and give support and information to, to someone like Polly from Cloud who had a massive heart attack who came back and is racing again, which nobody said that he would. And part of the reason he's doing that is because he missed his buddies. Yeah. I'm seeing them every day. So that's that's the thing that really kind of keeps me going and keeps me invested in the automotive industry is, is watching the way that people connect with each other and support each other. So the the, the Ford Bronco comment caught me. Me I mean, too. I didn't know yeah. that. That was beautiful. <laughs> it's true. Let me tell you what. I mean, beautiful and so well said, but the one thing I'm going to cling on is that Ford Bronco comment because my very <laughs> first vehicle when I was 15 years old, it wasn't a Bronco. It was a Bronco 2. Oh, there you go. The okay, ones that had all enough. the transmission problems. Let me tell you, I tore the torque converter out of that thing like four or five times, taking it to oh. the beach. And I actually drove it from my home in South Boston, Virginia, all the way to Austin um, when I when I moved to wow. Texas. <clears throat> and then it died on me and I had to trade it in for a Saturn. Oh, no, not uh, a Saturn. A Saturn. Oh, no. No, see, no, no, no bad things about Saturns. I had a Saturn for a decade, and that car gave me such faithful service. Heck, yeah. It was well, fancy, but it was so good. I had the SC, the one that looked like a shark with the pop-up lights like the yeah. old Corvettes. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. that thing. 217,000 miles before wow. the drive chain yeah. broke in the yeah. dealership. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mine stopped working on the way to trade it in. They still took it. It and it, if it hadn't been ten years old, I would have kept it. If it, they hadn't been closing, I might have kept it. Too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that is awesome. Awesome. I, I mean, so so we're excited to have you now. Will you be able to join us for you know the, the podcast from here on out? Um, I think probably that I am going to leave you guys to talk to Matt, who is wonderful, who is a new partner with Raising Junk. So one of the things that we do is we have various business development partnerships, which sounds much uh, more uh, corporate than it often is. But basically that Raising Junk has always been heavily invested in grassroots racing. And one of the things that having business partnerships allows us to do is to give a wider range of types of support to those types of organizations. Um, and they will do various things for us and we do various things for them. And it's, it's largely a way to create the kind of solidarity for the, the breaches of all levels, right? So Cardchicks right. is a new partner with us and we really like to be able to showcase the work that they're doing because we think they're becoming a really important part of the industry. Um, Supporting women in racing and the auto industry is very important for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as a woman in the industry, as a journalist, as an enthusiast, I think it's really essential to make sure that we have spaces that are supporters of women and that showcase what they're doing. And this podcast has done a great job of that. Um, we have really showcased, thanks to Ellen, um, racers who are just starting out, racers who are veterans, mm-hmm. yeah. who are involved in the industry. And I think that Jason Kratchik is going to do a great job of also showcasing what her organization does to, in a much wider way, support that element of the industry. Right. Um, like I said, it's something that I'm really passionate about. I really believe in it. Um, I think the industry is getting a lot better at supporting those efforts, um, but it's still a pretty, and feel free to edit this out, it's still a pretty white male industry. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are, and, and I think that it's important for us to recognize that that is a barrier to entry, um, that if we want to see this work keep going, that there is a necessity to expand it, and some of it is tougher than others, right? But encouraging people of color, people who come from backgrounds, women, to be involved in it, only strengthens the community. They bring new perspectives. They bring new talents. Um, they bring new faces to it, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, that what Jeanette's organization does for me personally is really exciting. But also as somebody who does support the racing and performance industry, it's also really exciting because they put a lot of work into recognizing the talent that's out there and creating resources to foster it. So I'm really excited about that conversation, and I'm really bummed that I can't really be a part of it. Um, unfortunately, some change of plans has meant that I am driving instead of being able to sit around, and I apologize for that. Well, no, I, I mean, um, you know, I, I don't think we could have said it any better. I, right. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. And one of the things that I don't think, you know, gets enough kudos is the work that Ellen puts in to booking the guests that we do uh, get. I mean, we, we've had some of the cream of the crop, uh, you know, across the board. I just love getting a lot of these ones. Right. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love having every uh, guest we've had. We have had some incredibly amazing guests. And I'm excited to, you know, increase some of the women guests that we've had because, like Andriana said, and there's a reason Andriana is my mentor, um, there's not enough women in this industry. I mean, I'm an automotive writer by trade as well. And, you know, sometimes when I apply for a new, you know, possible gig, I start thinking, well, and there's many times it's, it's a man that I'm applying to. So I'm like, 
is he going to let me write right. because I'm a woman? Right. So, um, right. but at the same time, there's a reason that a lot of these guys know so much, you know. So I, I like yeah. that I can. I don't care if it's a man, woman, whatever. I love that I can learn from anyone who has any knowledge about the sport, about automotive world, the whole thing. So, um, and I think that you've really shown over the years that you have have written for us that dedication and that willingness to increase the knowledge of the sport and the industry that you already have. And it's one of the reasons that it's been such a joy to you know, have you guys work on this podcast and have you expand what you cover for us. And, it, you know, I, I think that we are, uh, I don't want to say unique, but, you know, we have, uh, we have more than one female correspondent, which yes. is great. And the bulk of our racing coverage is done by women. Mm-hmm. Um, which is largely because my female reporters, in addition to my male reporters, have been really proactive about um, about saying, hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to try this. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it, again, I'm not sure that this is something we want to cover, we want to leave in the podcast, but the truth is that you guys don't let ego get involved when I say yes or no. Um, and Sometimes I've had male reporters who think they know a lot and don't necessarily know as much as they think they do, but don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, that's never been, the, you know, that, that hasn't really been the case for a lot of my reporters in general, but I think that it, it does make a difference to have, like I said, a variety of people from a variety of backgrounds covering sports. There are, there are people who have been involved in this industry for a really long time who bring a depth of knowledge and a wealth of knowledge and a sense of community and all that, and that is incredibly valuable to have. Having these new perspectives is also valuable. Um, and, and giving them some free reign to explore what they want to cover is also equally valuable. So I also can't say enough about how hard Ellen works to make these connections, whether it's for the podcast or whether it's for stories that she's doing for Racing John or for the other venues that I know she works for. Um, you know, she she has a depth of knowledge. She works hard to increase it. She creates good spaces for these interviews to happen, and, and we're really, really lucky to have her. So. Wow. Thank you. Let me tell you what. I'm if over that's here not about a, to cry. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, not, not only is she about to cry, her head can no longer fit here in the studio. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to tell you, Don't Andrew. Don't worry, I'll yell at her about something. Oh, I know. Yeah, got you. It's okay. Keep me humble. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Andriana, that is that is absolutely fantastic. And we are excited to be talking to Jeanette Desjardins of Car Chicks uh, here in just a little bit. I know the partnership between Car Chicks and RacingJunk.com is going to be a fantastic one. I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear about the grassroots efforts, everything that she's doing for females in motorsports, and to see what her vision of a place that promotes and encourages women in the industry is working to equalize opportunity and sing the praise of some of the best rising female stars. You just did it for some of the staff at RacingJunk.com, Ellen especially, but I can't wait to hear what Jeanette's got going on, what the next steps are going to be, because the, the vision – that becomes the reality is what's going to change the industry as a whole. And I know she's doing some amazing things. Hardy has in the past nine years. So thank you for setting that up. Uh, and, and I know you got to go. I hate you can't join us, but hopefully we'll do you and RacingJunk.com some justice tonight. Uh, and we look forward to having you on the next episode of Behind the Wheel.
Oh, thank you guys so much. And I, I you guys do every every time that you do the podcast, it, it makes me happy to hear what you're working on. So thank you guys so much for your efforts and your professionalism. Thank you. I think that's the first time I've ever been called professional. I love so it I'm, too. I'm beaming right now. <laughs> <laughs> Andriana, thank you so much thank for you. joining us. Have fun and drive safe Thanks down there guys. in that Austin traffic. I do not miss it. Do not envy you at all. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Attention, racers, race fans, and gearheads. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade the stuff that stokes your engine, then check out RacingJunk.com. RacingJunk.com is the world's number one online racing and performance classifieds where you'll find what you need to rock your ride. Check us out at RacingJunk.com. Racing and Performance Classifieds, built to go fast. So welcome back to Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com. Now, I know we got Ellen a little inflated ego here. And and Andriana, thank you so much for joining us. But on the phone right now. And I love the way she pronounces her name, but I'm so excited. Let's let joining her say us, her name. I want her to everybody to see how yes. she pronounces her yes, name. Yes, yes. Okay, so joining us from carchicks.com and carchicks, just the great, the wonderful, the impactful, Miss Jeanette. And would you please say your last name for me? Desjardins. I love it. Isn't it beautiful? <laughs> I love the way she says it. I want to go to New Orleans. I know, right? <laughs> Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. So, yeah, you know, we're excited not only about the partnership between RacingJunk.com and Car Chicks, but also tell us a little bit, you know, about yourself. How did things get started and how did you go from A to where we are today? Sure. So it's it's kind of a crazy story. And um, when I was about like 13, 14, I wanted to open up an all-girl garage. And I had this big vision. I was going to call it Car Chicks. We were going to have, you know, uh, women working on cars, doing like oil changes, brakes. And then we're going to have like a women's hand car wash. And I was like, it's a million-dollar idea because women trust women not yeah. to rip each other off. Yeah. Exactly. And then men would just come because, you know, they want like, you know, chicks wash their car, you know, whatever. <laughs> Right. And uh, and so, um, unfortunately, at that age, I didn't have any money, you know. And uh, so I did the next best thing, and I bought carchicks.com on, uh, online for like seven bucks. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. And I never did anything with it at first. And because, uh, uh, you know, the sad reality is, is that, you know, being a teenager, you don't really have any money. You're making minimum wage, you know, changing oil. I think I was making like 425 or something when I was like 16. And, uh, um, I went to college because I had this, you know, I had this whole thought in my head that, yeah, kid, go to college. And when you walk across that stage, you're like a millionaire and like nothing magical like that really happens. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> while I was in college, I was working at Great Lakes Dragway, which is one of the oldest operating drag strips in the country. Uh, and they're still open today. They're open every day except for Monday. And when I was there, I actually met some really incredible women and young ladies that were into racing. And unfortunately, over here in, uh, in well, it was Wisconsin at the time, we have this horrible thing called winter that seems to last nine months. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, uh-uh. so... I actually launched the website as kind of a, it was a forum. Um, I don't know if any, everyone remembers forums back in the day when those were pretty popular. Um, Facebook actually, it seemed like Facebook kind of killed those things off. But nonetheless, I, I launched a forum for me and a couple of these girls to kind of have like contact over winter so we could share pictures of our cars, our builds, what we're doing, you know, maybe talk about boys, you know, things like that. And within like three days, the website just totally crashed. 
um, and it crashed because there was so much traffic going there that was very unintentional and not expected. And so um, within a few days, we uh, redid the entire website, got it on a better server. I, I should have got sponsored by Mountain Dew because we went through tons of cases of Mountain Dew to make this happen and no sleep. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that was the relaunch, Card Chicks 2.0, and that was like January of 2010. And um, from then on, we did our, you know, our, we had our first event, which was racing for a cure a quarter mile at a time. It's now called something else, but it was a, a breast cancer fundraiser that we held at Great Lakes Dragway, and we actually broke attendance records at wow. that racetrack. It's very cool. That's awesome, and I love that you all support, uh, you know, breast cancer research. I mean, my, I myself have had at least five friends with breast cancer, so it's wow. amazing. Yeah, so I love that you all are involved in helping. I mean, they've all been women. There are men that have been diagnosed. I've not met any, right. but mm-hmm. I, I know that that's the fact. So, um, you know, the fact that you all are doing stuff to help with that, that is great. Doing events to help with that. Right. Thank, thank you. you. You should have seen Ellen's eyes light up when you said uh, you wanted to start your own all-girl garage. That's exactly the thing she wanted to do. I always wanted to write a book about that. Like, I didn't yeah. want to work at the garage because you don't want me working on a car. I will mess it up. But I always wanted to write a book about, <laughs> no, seriously, either an all-girl race team or, because I've, I've worked with race teams and there's a lot of guy egos, or, <laughs> sorry guys, um, or an all-girl garage. I thought that would be like the coolest book ever because, you know, you just didn't hear about that very often. But, right. You know, when I was a little girl, that's what I wanted to write a book about. So I, I mean, that's absolutely. Really cool. <laughs> you should still do it, Ellen. Yeah. There's still yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. Yes. I mean, oh, why I'm totally not? Do that. You know how easy it is to get published now, too? I mean, come on. You should absolutely do that. I, that would be awesome. I'll, I'll do I, it. Great idea. She's inspired me. I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So it's about, we want to inspire, you know, and that's like the whole kind of part of uh, Car Chicks is that, you know, we advertise and promote women in motorsports mm-hmm. and the automotive industry. And we focus a lot on like, you know, your grassroots racers, your everyday gals that, you know, your small town local heroes or something that mo- most people would never hear about. And we wanted to write about these women and these young ladies and we wanted to you know give them a platform to be like hey here we are it's okay to like you know not fit the norm it's okay to be in the cars it's okay to be in a racing it's okay you know to you know i mean i was always a huge tomboy mm-hmm. you know and i i remember every christmas me and my mom would fight about me not putting that puffy dress on oh, to go to grandma's to house. my world oh <laughs> yeah yeah you know i had a pink dress that yep. i literally yep. tore off myself she was so mad at me both my yep. sisters hanging me up in a tree and beating the daylights out of me and then mm-hmm. crying running to dad if I like even looked at him wrong oh that's funny oh I'll miss it one bit but we wanted to you know we wanted to highlight these women just to inspire others and I think that we we are definitely accomplishing that um I I mean I know that we are I know that we have I mean we've been doing this for 10 years now and back then it was so hard to find content to write about it was so hard to um you know like when we first started doing the late race thing for the most part a lot of the gals that would enter it was the first time they were ever driving a race car down the racetrack mm. you know and now it's like you know usually women will enter an event and then next year i'll talk to them and they're fighting with their husband every other weekend about who's driving the race car that weekend right. you know uh, mm-hmm. yeah so it's definitely it's definitely made an impact then you also see there's a lot more like women oriented or focused groups and not even just in uh like drag racing like you know you see in the motorcycle community you see it in the circle track community you know they have um you know the 
whole women's uh, you know IndyCar series thing going on the W series I mean you see it just spreading like wildfire so I definitely think like you know organizations like ours have um, made an impact in the industry for the better absolutely uh, now on the podcast we've had a recent string of just some phenomenal women oh, yeah. in motorsports you know and, and even our latest guest um, uh, McKenna, McKenna Sass- Sassy Hassie McKenna Sassy Hassie who was no. also on um, American Ninja Hassie. Warrior yeah. yeah yeah and she was on American Ninja Warrior which was great yeah <clears throat> so you know seeing that and and discovering these these wonderful ladies who are just crushing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. she set records, and she's yes. not even twenty five yet. Which no, I mean, no. my God. Anyway, uh, she's amazing. I've been following her online for years. I actually met her in person a couple of years ago. I can't remember if it was PRI or if it was SEMA. It was one or the other. But she's a fantastic young lady, super accomplished, and has a really really bright future future ahead of her. Oh, so so hearing that and hearing what the organization has done. I mean, you know, we've talked to some champions some just superstars who do you see up and coming that maybe we should keep our eye on and maybe even make them a guest of the podcast wow Um, well there's there's a there's a lot of um there's definitely a lot of talent out there and a lot of up and coming but one of the ones that i've seen like really just take off recently or not recently well recently well, i guess is a relative word recently in the last couple of years but natalie decker mm-hmm. natalie decker yeah. natalie decker in the uh the nascar arca arca series she she's phenomenal and i i met her i met her gosh like maybe like four or five years ago mm-hmm. and um she's she's someone to watch out for she's very competitive don't let her her little her little petite sweet um thankfully a man she'll go out there and blow your doors off just so. like mckenna yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah i had the honor yeah. of meeting natalie at an arca race uh last year last summer as a matter of fact um and she actually did really well to begin with unfortunately um another driver who was not doing so well decided to wreck her but oh. yeah it was a bummer because we really wanted her to win that night. Right. <laughs> um, but she really was impressive, and it was amazing to me to see the force that she had. I mean, she wasn't letting any guys in that pit bully her, but nope. she is very small. She, but yes. she's a typical race car driver size, right, like what right, you right, used right. to see on a normal basis. You don't yeah. see it as much anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. We had her, I did, not last year, but the year before, we did a women in race and performance seminar. So I moderated it and we had uh, multiple speakers and she was one of them. And she's just, she's very well spoken, very uh, dedicated, lots of passion. And that's one thing that, you know, I think you, I mean, you can teach people a lot of things. I could teach you how to change a tire if you don't know. I could teach you, you know, what, like the basics about drag racing, right? Mm -hmm. But you can't teach passion. No. Right, you, you right. Can't teach passion, and she's she's got passion. Is that one of the things that you think is going to help kind of change the outlook? Because I mean, automotive and motorsports is still male dominated, mm-hmm. but you know, is is the passion? Is that going to be one of the things that your organization is going to kind of help maybe change that in the future? Well, you know, I've always said, I mean, because I worked in I worked in the automotive industry, you know, since I was like 15. I started off at little quick lubes. I moved up into little mom and pa garages. One of the one of the first garages I worked at, I was one of the, one of three people that spoke English out of like a hundred people. I mean, it was wow. it was wild. Um, I, I learned how to speak some uh, some a few words in Spanish that I probably couldn't say on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I moved up to like dealerships and things like that. And nice. one thing I one thing I will say is this: is that 
Yeah, was there like some, you know, yeah, initiation period? Well, absolutely. I think there's an initiation period for any any job. People want to see, you know, do you know how to do your job? And they're trying to right. feel you out. They feel out your personality and are you going to fit in? And yeah, as a woman, maybe it lasted a week longer, but I'll tell you what said it will what it said it straight. Your work let your work speak for itself. My work always spoke for itself, and I was able to gain respect in the industry very fast, just because, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't just spit it. I actually did it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so I think, you know, just yeah, you know, I think the passion side helps me. But I've always had thick skin. I always, you know, hung out with the boys. I was always into cars, and I was just, you know, you just kind of blow it off in one ear out the other. You, they dish it to you, you dish it back. But at the end of the day, your your work your work spoke for itself. Mm-hmm. Out, and that's it. Outside of Car Chicks and doing everything that you do there, what was your favorite job? My favorite job, I, I hands down, was working at Great Lakes Straightway. It was it was the coolest job. I was a starting. I was I started off as oh this is funny. I started off as a bartender. Oh, and that's within funny. within the first day, within a couple hours, the owner of the racetrack pulls me out the bar. And he's like, "Come with me," and he has me get on his golf cart. And he takes me over the staging lanes and he hands me a walkie-talkie and says, "Pull the cars out." That's all he said. You're like, I do what? It's, yeah, he said, just pull the cars out. That's all he said. Well, I ended up never going back in the bar, and I worked there for five years. And uh, nice. after three years in the staging line, so pretty much my job was, Jeanette, here's 300 cars. You know, there's multiple organizations and races going on inside one race. Send them down the track safely. Also get these test and tune cars. And by the way, we need to be done by 10 o'clock tonight. Right. So make it happen, you know. And so then also trying to ensure, like, you know, the guys are, you know, they, they got their proper drive on the cars aren't leaking anything you know that there's no issues um and then after about three years of that i started doing the start the actual starter so when you're a starter at the racetrack so i mean it's it happens really fast and you're standing in between the two cars and you have seconds to make a decision from the time that car pulls in the water box so right before it hits the beams if that car is safe to send down the track Mm -hmm. um if there was ever any accidents you're the first responder it's you know i've seen cars that run out alcohol start on fire and oh, yeah. alcohol doesn't mm-hmm. burn like i mean it burns but you don't see the flames until it's right. eating the paint or eating someone's suit you know um so just that's what i did every day and it was the most amazing uh job it was also it was the most rewarding job and there was also it was like the hardest job right. Right. i mean you're sitting out out in the sun 16 18 hours a day you know and everyone wants to you know get down the track people get upset people yell and scream um, scraping a track when it's 96 degrees outside with a torch, that kind of sucks. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Yep. Yeah, I bet so. Yeah, but man, did I have a great tan. Oh, I, oh, bet. I bet so. Yeah, I bet so. I bet it's a permatan by now. <laughs> you know, I have my like little lines around my, my feet. Yeah, like I think those are pretty permanent tan lines. But <laughs> it was it was a great job. And not even just like the actual work, but the people you met along the way. I mean, a lot of those people have become like family to me 
and just you just meet some amazing people and you hear some outstanding stories and mm-hmm. um, especially being the oldest operating drag strip in the country I mean that's where you know Broadway Bob owned that place I mean mm-hmm. legendary promoter you know John Force and Shirley Muldowney before you know they were even famous they were racing there and right. you know some of the camaraderie that was happening back then because a lot of these employees they've worked there 40 or 50 years you know they remember being in the pits partying with them you know in the 70s or whatever it was right. you know so I'm so. curious, how did that job lead you into establishing an organization that helps women do that type of racing? Or to for women like myself, you know, I was talking to Andriana, there's still not enough of us women riders out there. There are some in the automotive industry, but it's like I was mentioning to Chris, we always have to apply to a man, that kind of thing. So it kind of makes you nervous. Hey, I'm a woman. Are they going to accept me? How did that job and you're dealing with you know people of all genres ages of races uh you know female male how did that lead you into an organization that's gonna help women be successful in this sport well i kind of think oh go ahead go ahead no you're good good so i kind of think one of the things that helped me was so I was already established at this racetrack, right? And I already got the respect of racers, and you know I'm knowledgeable. I know you know we know what we're doing, mm-hmm. and um, you know got to you know really get to know a lot of these people on a personal level. And so then when we started doing events. It was like, okay, we would have great turnouts at our events. We still do today, you know? And I think it like people were like, all right, well, Jeanette's doing it. And, you know, we've worked with Jeanette before. We've seen how she handles, you know, certain situations at the racetrack. You know, she's that's what she does for a living is run events. So these events are going to be great. So I'm going to go. And a lot of the women that come out, you know, will, you know, um, they've always come out to like spectate, to check it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And it would take a lot of convincing sometimes because I think a woman, most women, they don't want to be the first one. They're embarrassed. They don't want to embarrass themselves. They don't yeah. want to, you know, I, you know, I hate to it looks stupid, you know, and we're like, Hey, we're here for you. You know, this is, don't worry about it. There's no pressure. It's a good time. It's for a great cause. Right. Let's just go out there and, you know, we'll be along with you every step of the way. If you need help doing, you know, this or that, if you have any questions and you know, that's just how it was handled. And also while, well, when I um, first launched card chicks, great lakes dragway was holding and they still do today and like we help them um, promote it every Wednesday they host ladies night mm-hmm. every Wednesday so every Wednesday ladies can get in for free and race for free and nice. also enter this free bracket race nice. right and so we have a lot of women that will actually go there to just try it out to see if they like it you know we have we have women racing cars trucks actual race cars daily drivers motorcycles and then i see a lot of women will actually use that as like a kind of like a test and tune to get some seat time to uh do what we are doing or to race in one of our events i'm sorry my dogs are barking it's okay i'm a big dog lover so that's cool with me i was like hey she's got a dog Um, sorry about no, that. That's okay. Let me just let me just help them real quick. Yeah. <laughs> let me just help them. Now, yeah. uh, you you got to tell us their names. Yeah. Oh, I have um, a bulldog named oh. Lucy. I love bulldogs. She's yeah. She's an Alapa bulldog, and then I have a pit bull named Hayes. Aww. 
So he's, uh, they're fantastic. They come on the road with me. Uh, more so the pit bull. He'll come on the road with me a lot. Right. To, um, you know, to all these different racetracks. The bulldog, because she has a, a, a short snout, she doesn't do so well in the heat. Right, mm-hmm. right. So we usually, I leave her at home. See, I was kind of thinking, you know, given your background, given your passion, they would be something like, oh, I don't know, torque and wrench. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, speed and blaze. <laughs> well, we didn't ever, like, I've never had gotten a dog that, like, we got, like, as a puppy, and you can name them whatever. I mean, there have always been rescue dogs. I mean, well, Lucy Lucy was a rescue, but we did rename her. Um, I, I tried pushing for Bobby jokes. I just thought it would be funny to be like, come on, Bobby Joe, Bobby Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cute. I like um, that name. Yeah, but yeah, we got you know Lucy and Hayes. They're they're fantastic. We're big dog people over here, oh. and that's funny. I think well, a lot of people at the racetrack are dog people too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've definitely seen that. My dogs. I think my little boy would be okay to racetrack. My little girl is scared of a pin dropping. I mean, the slightest noise that dog will take off. <laughs> <laughs> that's so. The, one of the first times I brought Lucy to the racetrack, and I and I believe her, I was at like Cedar Falls. They have Night of Fire, so they have mm-hmm. you know these nitro funny cars. They have jet cars. They have you know the loudest stuff on the planet there. And I was a little nervous for her, and so I went and checked on her in the RV. Like, oh man, she must be terrified. She is sleeping on her back with her legs in the air, her head on the pillow. <laughs> I mean, she had no idea and didn't even care that's all she did she did fantastic that's awesome my so, dog was freaking out during the fireworks this year i thought she was gonna have a massive coronary well oh, I mean, no. yeah but it's just you know your dog does freak out at everything so she does know, she yeah. really does so all right so I'll, i i love asking this because yeah. I, my, my dream car is a 06 aston martin v12 vanquish um if you could work on your dream car or if you already have it what is it Wow. Well, I don't have my dream car, um, but like one car that I is definitely on my list to have before I die is a 1970 Chevelle. Oh. And I've always wanted. I, I love muscle cars. I'm not into any of the newer type uh, muscle cars. Like I have a '93 Fox Body GT, and that's like the newest car that I you know like. So. Did I lose you? No, no. I thought I thought, yeah, yeah, I lost yeah, you yeah, I thought we lost you. We were like, oh, yeah, huh? you were sorry. talking. Tell us about the like, car. Uh, I was like, yeah. ah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've had. Well, sorry, but yeah, yeah. I had my Fox body for like 12 years, and uh, that's my baby. I love that car. I remember so. Um, this guy that used to own it, he, I mean, I had to be like, I was 20 years old and he was 19 and he, it, it's like, it's this Porsche red, it's gorgeous. Like it was mint condition and it was just, it was just super hot. And I just always wanted that car. And so he's out driving one day, I don't know, just doing what 19 year old boys do, right? I'll cruise and probably picking up chicks and a deer <laughs> ran out and hit the <gasps> side of the car. Oh no. Oh, no. Uh, like you could see a deer imprint in the side of the front fender and oh he he was just it was like his best friend died you know oh he was God. all up in his feelings he was so sad he was oh devastated God. and so at that moment 
I went and talked to him about selling it. <laughs> well, if you want to sell it. Um... So compassionate, Jeanette. So compassionate. Oh, I'm so sorry about your car. Yours looks right. so devastated. So will that be cash or do you want to check? Right. Well, and so I had an uh, an IROC, like an IROC Z Camaro. Oh, and it was purple. That's what I, oh, I and looked so... at one of those when I was 16. My dad went, let me have it. Well, oh, they, the way they you were drive, awesome. that's not a shocker. Oh, I want a job. That's what I wanted. That was the first car I actually looked at at a car lot with my father. And I was like, I found my car. He was like, no. No, you didn't. No. No, no you didn't. No, not with your lead foot. No, no. We're keep That's looking. funny. Oh, he knew. He knew. Uh-huh. He's like, you're taking this 69 Saab. <laughs> yeah, right. The Saab. One of my old roommates had that. So I took this I, I took this IROC that I had no real attachment to, and um, and I traded him that for that Mustang and, like, $400 or something. Nice. And, wow. And uh, so, like... You know, 12 years later, guess what the guy does? Totals it. He No, he owns an auto body shop. Oh, <laughs> my God. That's hilarious. And instead, it's guys working there instead See, of women. What the but heck? you know what? If it weren't for her intervening, he never would have had That's the true. body shop. So you never know. Even, right? even your influence then. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Next time I'll see him, I'll be sure to phrase it that way. There you go. That actually yeah, brings, he, that brings up a good point. That was the next question I was going to ask you. What are some of your favorite stories about those lives that you've changed as far as with car chicks? Like some of the women's lives that you've made, you know, their careers possible. You know, there's been, there's been some amazing, amazing things that have happened. And um, well, one of them, um, Tanya Pennington. She's from, she's like from Fair, was it Farmington, Missouri? She's from Missouri. And, uh, or Farmington, Missouri? Yes, Farmington. Somewhere in, yeah, Farmington, Missouri. And so we came, I came down there and I held a ladies only drag strip at Sykeston Raceway. And so she came up for that. Her, and like, there was probably like nine, 10 girls and they all came. We had a great time. We had a race. And she was inspired by what we were doing with our breast cancer fundraiser. And so she started Autos for Autism which is a huge fundraiser now. I think they're in like year four um, that they do down there to raise money for autism and this organization that they started called Visions of Hope, which helps, uh, you know, children children and adults with autism, like they, they'll provide them their first, like their suit to go to their first job interview, you know, and help them, you know, like prep for the interview and different things like that. So she, and they, last year, I think they raised like $30,000, like in wow. one day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And so so she's, you know, she said she was inspired by us. And so that's awesome, you know. Um We've had some other women that, you know, have landed, like, jobs at really cool, you know, uh, racing performance industry type gigs. And, you know, they were pretty excited by us or uh, inspired by us or used us as, like, a reference or something um, or noted about what they did with us. Then, I mean, there was another gal that just sent me an email the other day with a picture of her graduating. And, you know, she went back to school and got her master's. She's got two kids and, you know, did it all her own and said that you know that we inspired her to do that or i inspired her to do it just because i was always pushing like you know work hard and you can do anything you want to do right um there's been a couple gals that we see it we see on tv now that have um gotten on like you know street outlaws or you know however it is 
and um but it's it's pretty cool the opportunities are are pretty endless we just got off a stint with uh nhra at the nhra nationals at route 66 chicagoland speedway where for the first time ever we got invited as like a um exhibition where we got two of our fastest girls on small tire drag radios racing in the pro show at a national event wow that's amazing yeah, so Georgina Georgina Buckley from Illinois and Leah Oaks from Texas, and it was it was cool. It was Mustang, uh, you know, it was a Georgina Buckley races, a two thousand I think it's a two thousand Ford Ford Mustang nitrous small tire, and then Leah Oaks races a nineteen seventy eight Ford Fairmount wagon that's nice. turbo. That is she races yeah. a yeah. Wagon, Chris. Yeah, this is man. your dream girl. Yes, it is. It's, that is my dream. No, girl. no offense to your wife. <laughs> it's so cool, and you know Leah Oaks. So they drove all the way up from texas man and she's like five foot okay Mm -hmm. her her crew guys are six five (laughs) wow (laughs) they're like basketball players yeah that's huge but it was a great time we had a we had a test pass on friday one uh two qualifiers friday evening and then the final on saturday and you know to be sharing the stage with john force antron brown uh you know and just some of these other incredible women like leah pritchett Erica Enders it was and and to come out of the tower if you've ever been at 66 like there's this huge it looks like a hotel Mm -hmm. it looks like the Hilton or something with like with like a driveway underneath it and you can those are all the suites where all you know all the people are sitting there in air conditioning and drinking mimosas or something yeah. watching racing. <laughs> and then you come out and you see these humongous stands like grandstands as far as you can see and you come out there i mean the feeling is like pretty overwhelming just to see the mass crowd of people that they have a national event and uh, i got goosebumps i was all excited i mean it was it was cool and then you could hear when they're like brian loans is like and here comes car chicks you heard some people go yeah <laughs> that's awesome it was it was incredible. So I, I mean, that's something. That car so bad now. That's something that those women are going to remember for the rest of their lives. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know. And now. So that, then, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And then even uh, so in the in the final round. Uh, Leah Oaks couldn't boost her uh, her wagon, so now we're actually having the rematch. Oh, no. It's yeah, we're having the Car Chicks Grudge Match rematch at South Georgia Motorsports Park. No Mercy Ten with Duck X Productions. We're pretty excited about that, and that'll be in October, towards the end of October. Oh wow. man, I gotta see this. Right, I want to see this I, wagon. I want to see her just put like a big spike on the front of that thing. <laughs> that would be think awesome. she's got a sound bar in there. She's got a pink cage. I think she said That's she awesome. had a smoke machine. <laughs> <laughs> This car sounds amazing. It's so cool. It's fast. It pops huge wheelies. And then in the pits, when you're done racing, you can just pop pop the hatch and have a party. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you could put at least 10 people on the back of that hatch at least. (laughs) That's awesome. So now that Racing Junk is involved with this organization, how do you see those types of stories continuing? See, I've I've known Racing Junk for a long time. I mean, that was like my go-to place looking at all the things I wish I could afford. <laughs> like right. some of the class of, you know, some of the really cool race cars that they have for sale there. And I mean, they're the leaders. There's nobody else doing what Racing Junk does. And so when we were contacted about the partnership with them, I mean, I was just ecstatic about it. I'm like, and it makes sense. Like, we're the leaders in what we do. You guys are the leaders in what you do. So, I mean, joining forces together, I mean, the sky's the limit, really. And I think, you know, like with our, our following, um, you know, our following and their following, I mean, there's, there's just endless possibilities that we're just very excited about. 
Awesome. So you guys are also uh, doing a lot of charity events. You mentioned the breast cancer, you know, research. What are some of the other, you know, organization type events you all are doing? The other fundraisers you all are doing to help others? Sure. So um, this year, right now on our schedule, we just have our ladies only drag race and breast cancer fundraiser at Byron, which is August 17th. And that goes to the All About Me program at Rochelle Hospital. So when we do events, we when we do fundraisers, in my opinion, and see, that's my company, so I can do what I want. I think it's, <laughs> most, it's most important to give back to the local community that's around the racetrack that you're going to host an event at. Because the, the local community is going to be the ones that come out and support the event. They're going to be the ones that provide donations and silent auction items for the event. They're going to be the ones that come and buy tickets to attend the events. And they're going to, you know, so when you give back to the community and you give back to, you know, the all, like the all about me program, I mean, they're going to be help more than likely. They're going to be helping members of their community when, you know, they get sick for their pre or post breast cancer uh, programs and situations, you know? And so we, um, we've always done that. We've never really, we've never donated to any of these really big organizations just because it's just not as impactful in my opinion. And so we've always dealt with organizations like the well woman programs that literally will help women that don't have health insurance Mm -hmm. and they will go and pick them up and take them to and from their you know chemo appointments or they'll you know provide transportation in some some way somehow uh, earlier this year at the nhra event we partnered with pink hills pink hills is local to the joliet is is local to joliet which is where the national event was hosted and what they do is that they help not just breast cancer but men and women for all different kinds of terminal illnesses they'll pick them up in these neon pink fire trucks in police cars and take them to like their last round of chemo that's amazing that is awesome yeah it is it is cool and like in um you know in previous years we've done some things with like multiple scoliosis one of our uh one of our racers actually she got diagnosed when she was 18 and she got diagnosed she had left the chicagoland area went down to tennessee to start her first year of college and all of a sudden her parents just got this you know horrible call like you know your daughter's in the hospital and they don't really know what's going on and they went down there to get her turns out she got my had multiple scoliosis and they didn't know oh. you know and so you know just all the um you know all the the financial issues and, un- and unanswered questions at that point you know this family was in, in need and they were scared uh-huh. and so a bunch of us so car chicks uh the midwest super stock mafia like this wheel standard group this pro stock group and a bunch of other local racing organizations we all got together and went to byron dragway and we hosted just a big benefit you know we had we had silent auctions we had raffles we had 50 50 we had um you know all these groups donated their time like it was like they didn't pay to be at the show and then the track you know gave some of the gate fee away and we helped we helped get her like twenty six thousand dollars that day wow Wow, that's amazing I mean, it didn't fix it didn't fix everything, but at least it helped them. It helps. Yeah, absolutely. That's a big you know? Yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, and so like years later, like her, she still has MS, but it's in like recession. Oh, nice. Yeah. So she, I mean, she looks good. She has since she's gotten married. They they had a they have a beautiful baby. Um, so they're doing they're doing very well. So you know, it's not even just like so. Car chicks does 
does stuff single, you know, on its own too. But we're not shy to like team up with other people. Like, hey, let's do this because together, working together with other groups and other, you know, companies or organizations. I mean, I think that's a really big key to doing successful things. Absolutely, yes. and, and especially I, larger scale things. Yeah, and and right. I can tell too. I love I love when she said she doesn't go with the larger organizations because right. it doesn't have as big of an impact on the local community. Exactly, J- Jeanette. Right. I, I mean, I, I I can tell that paying it forward is a big part of the organization. And, you know, my question is, with everything that you have going on, with all the events that you have coming up, where can not only the listeners find more information, but some of the groups that maybe want to partner and sponsor, how can they find you guys? Sure. So uh, you can go on our website, cardchicks.com. That's C-A-R-C-H-I-X.com or cardchicks spelled the right way. Uh, we are also on pretty much every major social media network. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, we are on YouTube. Cool. And um, you could, so we could send us, uh, there's a contact form on our website. You can send us a message through there or any of our social media networks. We'd love to talk to you. Um, you know, we are at different events every week. And we're ho- we've by the end of this year we will have hosted seven ladies races. Wow! And in between those seven races, we will be at different racetracks promoting the next coming event. So I mean, this year right now we're we're about we're going to hit forty events this year. Wow! wow that's amazing. So, that's wonderful. I know um, it's crazy. So you can go and see the full schedule where we're going to be on our website and on our Facebook page. But yeah, I've been on the road every weekend since May. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, I know you got my you know my super dragon wagon coming up in October, but what what's the next big event you have coming up that you're excited about? I'm oh I'm super excited about this weekend right so this weekend I just got off the phone this afternoon with Funny Car Chaos Funny Car Chaos is going to be at Central Illinois Raceway and they actually have uh, so it's a bunch of nitro funny cars like they, these are some fast loud rides and <laughs> this organization brings in like a packed track like people love it I mean John Hale's going to be there Nancy Matter's going to be there she won one of the events this year as well so it's a traveling series. And so we will be there for the first time this uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The events, the main show is Saturday. And it's at Central Illinois Raceway in Havana, Illinois. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. And last weekend we were at... um, we're at what's called Glory Days at Byron Dragway, and it's all you could not race unless it was a 1966 or older. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool! It was I wish cool. Been it was so one. cool. Oh, my type of event. Oh. I it love was classic cool. cars. Why can't we do that down here, man? I know. We don't see that. Oh. All we have is classic car shows. That's all. Yeah. You know, they all sit in a parking lot. And yeah, yeah, them. yeah. They sit in a parking lot at a at a park, and if a cloud comes over, everybody rushes to get their car back out. It's, yeah. It's, that's about what we have here. Uh, I mean, I would love to see. Now, there is one classic car jammer series here in North Carolina, but right. you don't hear about them very often no. in North Carolina. No. So, so and, and, and Jeanette, is there... Is there a dragway or a speedway that you're looking to do an event that you haven't really done one yet, or have you pretty much conquered that mountain? So this, it's funny that you bring this up. (laughs) So when I'm starting to notice, you know, and it goes back to the impact that Card Chicks and other organizations have had, like there is no, like... 
there's more and more women in motorsports. There's more and more women in the automotive industry. I mean, women are here to stay. That's the right. world knows. I mean, it's recognized. It's it's more and more acceptable. And so now what I'm trying to do is there's a transition. And yes, we're still going to keep our ladies only races, you know. Um, but we started, you know, we started a transition like about two years ago. Now we're offering battle of the sexes. Now we got the guys and the gals. We've even opened it up to junior drakesters uh, two years ago. Just, you know, it's really important to get these kids involved so that when we all die, that someone carries the torch. And it's not all just these, you know, these Priuses rolling around. Um, <laughs> a Prius you know, that's, that's, Yeah. <laughs> so in that effort, I am in the beginning planning stages with a couple other bigger promoters on possibly putting together a large event and right now we're actually venue shopping and you know doing and not just venue shopping where you know dollars dollars and cents but what make what makes sense really you know because i mean we have you know who where do we have the biggest draws from and looking at our data and our demographics and our analytics and you know knowing that what each each of us have all done individually and seeing what we can all pull together collectively so we are looking to do something like that um we're working on some names and you know getting some ideas down but yeah i think potentially this could be a pretty big deal up here in the uh, you know, in the Midwest. Nice. Cool. Nice. So, so no Charlotte Motor Speedway Ugh. this year. Why? I mean, you know, I I would love to come down there. I've never, yes. I have never been to the Carolinas. I'm very open to. If there's ever an event that someone like you know, car chicks come down to. Oh I also gosh. like people ask me to come and speak at events. I'm more than happy to to do any of that. I love to travel, and you know, as long as we don't have an event booked that weekend, I'm I'm game. I mean, if it's, you never if know it's, what could happen, if hey, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, and, and and you know, we love our two R's down here in North Carolina, racing and wrestling. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, all you got to do is just and wrestling. yeah, just That's come on it. down. I mean, you you will find something going on pretty much every week. <clears throat> That's cool. Well, Jeanette, cool. we, we cannot wait to hear more about the events. We can't wait to see the results of the events. We know the organization is just going to keep exploding, and we are so proud and happy of this partnership between Car Chicks and RacingJunk.com that, I mean, you know, we can't even hardly put it to words. So, you know, we're just excited. Uh, go follow her on social media, CarChicks.com, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, the whole nine. As a matter of fact, Ellen and I are just sitting here on our phones now following you on, on Instagram. On Instagram, we sure are. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Thank it's you great. so much. And, and Jeanette, Deja Day. <laughs> oh, I think you're right. Holly Vu Fon Stay. Lady Mama La. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. I love it. Jeanette, thank you so much thank for joining you, us. We're so excited. We can't wait to talk to you again in the future. And if there's ever anything that we can do to help out, you know, we are here for you. Uh, we're excited for you. And we, we just can't wait to catch up with you again. Amazing. Hey, thank you guys so much for the opportunity. Ellen, Chris, really appreciate it. And um, we'll talk soon. Yeah, All right. It's thank our you honor. so much. We'll catch you soon. Thank you. Bye bye. That lady is a certified superstar. Absolutely. Hey, it was actually really neat to hear her story. I mean, I, I often question myself as to whether or not being a woman, mm-hmm. if I can be a success in the automotive industry. You are, you are. Well, I'm not there yet, but I'm working on it. Right. But, and God's working on me. But, you know, it's amazing to know that there's other women like me that right. aren't afraid to go after it. Right. See, here's 
here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Worked in media for 20 plus years. Yes. Was raised by three women. I, <clears throat> I understand that there is, you know, the, the, the male dominant component. The, right. the male, you know, oh, you know, we're still in charge, little lady. I understand that that's still there. Right. But I never saw it. I never had to be around it. Right. I am very empathetic to the movement and I support mm-hmm. it because I don't know. And as a man, we don't know. We don't right. understand. We we can't fathom not only what you have to go through, but what goes through your mind when you realize this is something you might have to deal with. Right. The anxiety and the anticipation and then to hear stories like just the previous racers that we've talked to mm-hmm. and then to hear Jeanette's story yeah. of what she's done and, 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 and to hear Andriana talking about it earlier to see where she's at to see where you're at it makes me proud of what our organization is doing the partnerships that our organization is building but more so than that it makes me feel like you know what maybe eventually my feeling will be universal to where it's not even an afterthought because it won't be there at all I think that this car chicks is definitely on the right road to make that happen. And I think racing junk partnering with such an organization will help, you know, ease that as well, because I do see a lot more women in this industry and I think Mm -hmm. it is more accepted and I think it will become more accepted. So I think it's wonderful to see just how talented everyone is, not based on gender, not based on race, not based on anything else. But by the merit of the work they do. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, and she proved that. Exactly. Could you imagine having Jeanette Desjardins work on your car? I love it. I butchered it, but then I got it right, and I didn't know which way to go, and uh, I'm glad she didn't gig me on that one, though. Uh, hey, I think it would be cool to pull in. In fact, she mentioned you know having the all-girls garage. I think it would be That'd cool. be awesome. Are you, I, I mean, would go there every been, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, and you notice the one thing I didn't bring up when she said she was in Wisconsin. Right. What's oh, on I my know. wall? The Bears. The Bears. Bears. But, you know, she talked about Illinois, so, you know. Yeah, so, yes, she I didn't know. Chicago. But, I, you know. I, we I didn't don't, ask her if she was even a football fan. I don't, I don't cross those lines because the season's not here and we don't know what's going to happen. That's right. So, <laughs> and everybody hates my team, so who cares? Don't give me that. Little, well, yeah, that's because your quarterback grabs babies and jumps off of rock cliffs into water with them or something. I don't know what. <laughs> what anyway. I have, well, you saw the video of Tom Brady making his baby jump off a cliff? That was faked. That was not fake. That was fake. How can that be fake? Because people fake that kind of stuff all the time. Are you saying it was a little person dressed up like his daughter? Is that what you're trying to say? No. Anyway, Jeanette Desjardins, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, And thank you for listening to us. Uh, We we hope over the past few weeks you have enjoyed our podcast. You've enjoyed the fact that we are trying to highlight some of the ladies in motorsports, in this sport that we love, because they're there. They're That's prevalent. Right. They are right. there. So uh, we want to highlight as many as we can. So if you know of one and or are one. Let us know. And, hey, we're not discounting you guys either. I mean, <coughs> we've had some incredible men on here who have do- just done amazing things, not only yeah. racers, but those who are doing things to better the idea of racing. I take that mantle, Ellen, as oh, being uh-huh. the incredible man. Okay. In the industry. I should have never said that. That's what I was worried about. Just letting you know now, you don't have to say it out loud. I already know. Oh, no. Y'all help me. And I'm okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> so we thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to reach out to us on on the website, racingjunk.com. Uh, you can leave comments here under the podcast at SoundCloud and at iTunes. 
uh download subscribe link share hey we love it give us some feedback give us some comments and let us know who you like to have on the show if you got any questions ellen's obviously the expert uh i just sit here and look pretty uh and that's pretty, <laughs> pretty much scary yeah oh yes pretty, yeah if i'm the version <laughs> of pretty good lord we're all in for it so but uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next time and uh we're coming back soon. Any teasers for who's coming up next? Yeah, actually, we have a really incredibly inspiring gentleman who's going to join us next. And you all heard a little bit about him recently, so just stay tuned. Stay tuned. You'll get that and more when Behind the Wheel on RacingJunk.com comes back at you. Be safe. We'll look forward to seeing you soon.